0: Happy Monday morning Cascade Vineyard podcast listenership. Uh, This is Brogan, your podcast editor and manager, I suppose. Um, I just wanted to hop on the front of this podcast uh, and sermon and just notify that there are some technical difficulties, uh, which resulted in a pretty muffled and far away sounding audio file mainly because the backup mic we used for this one was indeed muffled and far away. Uh, But luckily, this talk from Glenn was relatively short. And I say that just because I'm glad it wasn't a longer talk that was affected by these issues. You know what I mean? Um, Anyway, apologies for this uh, error. And we should be back up to normal uh, sound quality next week and the weeks to come. So that's it. Enjoy the talk. Thanks.
1: Years ago, um, prior to moving to Portland, uh, Donna and I pastored a, a church that was sort of uh, an alternative church service for young people, uh, many of whom probably would not have attended church otherwise. It was it was at 8 o'clock at night it started, it was in kind of a dark room, and it was a, a sort of a... Semi-loud rock band that led worship. The congregation—I I called them my little black people—and that was not a comment on their race or ethnicity at all. It was during the 90s, and that was very uh, much just a comment on their wardrobe. Uh, it was—it was black rock Martins, black Levi's, and black t-shirts with the name of some band on it, and, and, and that was pretty much what everybody wore. Um, but it, it was a really special time for us because, as I said, uh, a lot of the folks that were there, many of them uh, had, had no church history or background. They showed up because they, they heard about it and they thought it was weird, or they were invited by a friend. And on a particular evening, uh, there was a, a young woman there who came with a friend, and at the end of the service, she came up to her front front to say hello to me. Um, I, I can't remember her name, but what I remember is that she was kind of the original hot mess. She, she had been crying, and she had, you know, dark mascara on, and, you know, that look where it's running down your face, and she just was a little undone. And, and uh, I said, hi, welcome, and, and she said, hi. And, and then she said, I, I, I haven't been to church since I was 12. And, and, and those, those songs... And, and she was really, really touched during worship. Uh, as as we worshiped, the Spirit of God just sort of penetrated her heart. And, and she had that experience that I've had, and I think maybe many of us have. We just sense God's presence, and you begin to cry. You don't even really know why. But she was kind of undone in, in worship. And so uh, we're going to continue a series I started a couple weeks ago uh in video values today. And this is, for some of you who are new, it, it might be new, uh, if you are have been around the video for a long time, this might be review. I thought uh, just in prayer would be a good way for us to just be reminded afresh of kind of uh, why we do what we do and, and why we do what we do the way we do it. And so... Um, there are five in your values. We did number one a couple weeks ago. Number two today, if you go to the title slide for me, is uh, every each value is introduced to that phrase? We are people of the kingdom of God who, and then today, is experience and worship God. Uh, so let's let's pray and then we'll uh, we'll dive into that. Father, thanks so much for uh, just being here with us today. Your presence and worship this morning. And for the opportunity just to reflect on your word and really allow uh, your word to penetrate our hearts and touch us uh, today, this day, any day, not yesterday or last week or last year, but today. Your name is great. Amen. Uh, there, you know, there's no specific passage attached to this value. I could have picked anyone of about a, a million, but I chose one of my favorites uh, just because it's one of my favorites. So if you'll put that up for me, I'll go ahead and read the Psalm 51. Create in me a pure heart, O oh God, and renew a steadfast spirit within me. Do not cast me from your presence or take your Holy Spirit from me. Restore to me the joy of your salvation and grant me a willing spirit to sustain me. The, uh, the presence of God. Uh, you know, as I mentioned, that, that young gal at the A block service, uh, she experienced God in worship. And and that really is a reality. That's something that can happen to to any of us. It's not uh, a theological premise. And one of my challenges sometimes with sort of Bixie Church at large is there's a lot of theology that doesn't have any direct personal impact. Uh, It's sort of a belief system that kind of lives out there and frankly, if I can be honest, and I don't mean to be disparaging anyway, but sometimes there's this notion that you have to sort of hear the truth, you have to believe the right things, whether or not they make any difference in your life. And, and frankly, if I can be really gut level honest, it's hard for me to believe in things that don't make any difference in my life. Um, so, that said, worship has always been. A uh, it's 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 clearly a a vineyard value, but it's always been a personal value to me. I have always appreciated and enjoyed worship. um On a couple of levels, one level, I, I just I just love coming into the presence of God in worship. S- second level, I have such a high uh, respect and appreciation for worship and worship leaders. Those of you that know me know that I have. Uh, absolutely zero musical ability, below zero, negative musical ability, and to be frank, a horrible singing voice. Sometimes, you know, in small groups, I've had the worship leader ask me if I would sit on the other side of the room so I don't throw them off key. (laughs) Wrongly never do that. But some people have. Um, I I, I love music. I love love worship. and And I love being in God's presence in that way. The word worship uh, conveys that, if you would go ahead for me, she's already in that Uh The word worship in Greek is proskuneo, uh, which is, this is beautiful, I, I love this. Proskuneo is made up of two words, pros, which means towards, and kineo, which means to kiss. So the word that we use in English worship literally means to turn towards and kiss. It's a, it's a very, very intimate term. It's up close and personal. So to worship really is uh, to kiss. It's to be in that place of intimacy uh, with God. If we turn towards him. My sense is that really what happens is he kisses us. Although, you know, I don't know how that works. Who kissed who? Um, <laughs> so, some of you uh, are, are familiar. You know a little bit about video history. Video was born. Video was born in worship. Uh, and... Uh, you know, I shared in our first session of values a couple weeks ago, there's just this brokenness of people coming together and opening their hearts up for God. Uh, but it really is foundational to, to everything we do. Uh, and go to the next slide for me. You've you got to love this. So, this. so this is the Vineyard Man. This was from the, it's a diagram created in the 80s. You've got to love the 80s graphics. I think someone made that with a protractor or something. I don't even know. It's pre computers. Uh, and it's never been updated, you know, so I just thought why I would share that with you today. But if you, as you can see, the foundation there is the kingdom of God, the word of God, and then the legs that we stand on are worship and compassion. And, and so virtually everything else that we do is built on worship and compassion. Uh, the fruit of our fellow, you know, the, the, the fruit uh, is fellowship, it's community, it's communion it's service, it's what we do to care for those in need, all of that stuff grows out of our sense of experience and friends with God uh, I, I love what we do in terms of serving our community but I know that probably out left of myself I, I wouldn't be so enthralled by that, I really know that that's God in me that loves that, does that make sense? that it's the Spirit of God that's transformed my heart that makes me want to care and love and give for others. Uh, I would go so far as to say this, and you know, maybe don't write me nasty emails or call me a heretic, but I I would go so far as to say that without the presence of the Spirit of God, that even reading Scripture could become sort of an academic exercise. That, that that without the presence of the Spirit, even reading the Bible could be just, you know, a sort of learning something with that knowledge and not being transformed by it, which is really what's supposed to happen. Uh, and, and it's the Spirit of God infused in our lives, the, the experience of God that allows for that to happen. We talk a lot about the kingdom of God in the vineyard. And the kingdom of God is not... Geography—it's not politics. It's—it's really not even people. The kingdom of God is a dynamic realm where the rule of God is. It's—it's whenever, wherever, how, you know, in whoever God is 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 present, and and in that, it's not confined by geography. Uh, It can be anywhere, everywhere, all at once, where the presence of God is. That's the kingdom of God. That's where the kingdom of God is. And here's the fun part: we then become presence carriers. The presence of God, as people of God, goes with us where we go. So it's here today with you guys. It's with us every week at our pantry. But beyond that, it can be in your living room. It can be uh, in your office or at the grocery store or, or wherever. Uh, it's, it's anywhere that, that God breathes, moves, speaks in and with and through us. And, and maybe you've had those those little moments, those little experiences where God was just suddenly there. Whether it's, you know, just, I don't know, I've been places where you just say something to somebody randomly, you know, a person in line at a store, and and, and suddenly God's there in the midst of that, and you're able to, to just speak words of life to them. God, God wants to know and be known. He desires deeply that up-close and personal relationship with us. Uh, he wants to be in our presence and for us to be in His presence. And and ground zero for that, really, how that all begins is in worship. And as I said, that includes both corporate worship, like we did this morning, but also private worship. You've probably had that experience, I think many of us have, where you're driving your car uh, and listening to worship music, and you suddenly sense you're in the presence of God. Or walking with your your AirPods on and listening to worship, and then you're on the trail, and God's there. I'm just walking, on I've told you before, I walk by my house, there's a cool little walking path that's sort of, it's, 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 it's surrounded by a field and trees, so it's you kind of feel like you're out of nature, you're not really, but you kind of feel like it. I was walking lot. I was walking with day, and I lawyer by the listening to uh, some music, and I, I, started, <laughs> I started to cry, uh, which, surprise, surprise right? me, um, but, but, <laughs> This guy's walking the other way, and he sees me. You know, You're right. Thank you. yes, I'm okay. um, <laughs> You know, but th- but there's that that sense of you know just out there, and, and God shows up. Uh, so so the presence of God, the experience of God in worship, really is even broader than that, because we adhere to a a uh, experience based. We believe in an experience based worship. So, so life is worship, really all of it. It's not just song and singing and music. Life itself can be an expression of worship to God. Uh, Many of us, I think, in, in our prayer time, are probably in the habit of thanking God, right? you Give God thanks for things in your life. I would say, what if, what if, we we not only thanked God for things in our life but in prayer, we worship God for things in our life. I, I learned that years ago, somebody and I don't, I don't know where, somebody told me a, a little acronym for prayer. It's ACTS, A-C-T-S, Adoration, Confession, Thanksgiving, Supplication. So it begins with adoration. So in prayer, you start with worship. And, and, and you say, Lord, we just praise you, God, honor you, we give you glory for all that you are, all that you do, for for, for your goodness in my life. I just uh, we just—I lift you up for that. Just to begin to pray that way, uh, and, and I think that can become transformational for us. It's so helpful just to be mindful of God's presence and goodness toward us all the time. So, so I just—you know—encourage you to allow worship to flow out into the rest of your lives. Uh, I will say this: just caveat. That process should be respectful of, of God and of others. Um, you know, I, hype isn't necessary. Can I say that? Is that, is that fair? Uh, I've been in a situation before where somebody, you know, kind of feels like they've got to get the crowd warmed up and get everybody hooting and hollering, you know, for Jesus. And, I, I don't know that we need to do that. I think, oh, you simply just welcome God, thank you for being here, and, and we're good to go. Um, and, and again, I think if you get excited, I'm not saying that's bad. This isn't an issue of style; it's an issue of authenticity. It's just being who you are in the presence of God and allowing that to carry you into the place of, of worship. So, so we respect one another and we respect God. I think in that way by being authentic with Him. Uh, that's something that. I also want to add this uh, that because of that intimate personal experience with God, worship and healing are not two separate entities. And sometimes, I think, in our minds, if you're like me, we sort of like categories. We like to put things in the right box. Worship goes over here. Healing goes over here. But they're really not two separate entities. They're really part of the same thing. And I'm going to share a, a little story with you to, to illustrate that. Uh, again, I'm going back in time today, but uh, in the 90s, uh, late 90s, I think, I, I was at a a youth event called Youth Surge. It was in Kansas City. It was hosted by uh, Kansas City Fellowship at that time. And uh, it was a big kind of regional youth event. There were there was a few hundred kids from several churches in the area. It wasn't in Kansas City. It was actually in Bolivar, Missouri. Bolivar, Missouri is the land of mosquitoes. <laughs> there are there are literally there are mosquitoes the size of hummingbirds, and they're like trying to <laughs> and attack you. Was, that part was terrible, but that's just a sign. Um, the kids were there, and, and there was a young man that was in the group there with that, at the event. That and, and this is this is legit. This is not a. Weird story or something, but it's a weird story, but uh, it's true. He was suffering from Tourette syndrome, and throughout the week, he he would he had a tick, like a physical tick, and sort of a a, a, a verbal reaction that he would make. It was noticeable; it was very noticeable. We're at a Christian conference, but you know, and so by and large, people are gracious. That said, teenagers are teenagers. And sometimes, you know, you see some kids out of the corner of your eye, kind of snickering or laughing a little bit at him. Um, by and large, though, people were, were kind and gracious to him. However, I became aware, and I don't know if somebody told me or I just kind of figured it out, but that over the course of life, uh, this young man had, had experienced a lot of ridicule and, and sort of, you know, being fun and stuff for this condition, that he obviously had zero control or his own mind. So he was kind of a wounded young man, And it was, uh, I, I, uh, I think it was the last night of the conference, and it was a typical conference sort of thing where having, you have at the end sort of extended time of worship. Some of you guys that have been around the venue for a long time I remember again, Kevin Prosh. Kevin Prosh was leading worship. Kevin is, is well known for being spontaneous. Just so, sort of going off and playing. He's kind of like the Grateful Dead version, you know. It's, it's just this, uh, this, this long sort of, uh, you, know, he, he, uh, he sing, you know. He 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 can sing la 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 for thirty, forty minutes. Um, but it was it was pretty it was pretty cool. It was a pretty neat time. And during that. I became aware of this young man, he and was, he was standing, and, and his eyes were closed, and his hands were up, he was just really, really, worshiping, really, you know, he wasn't, I don't know if he was singing him not, or just in his heart, but he was worshiping, and I, I felt glad, I walked over to him, and I, I grabbed his hands, and uh, I, I said, listen, just listen. We stood there for a long time, and I didn't pray for him or say anything except listen. And as Kevin was doing his thing, in in worship, I saw the Spirit of God just begin to rest on this young guy. And you know how you can sort of sense peace resting on somebody? The peace of God came on, and then he actually started to weep, and the tears were coming down his face. And again, I didn't pray or say anything or do anything. Just so listen, just listen. It was there in, in worship, that God began to really bring healing and life to me. So, uh, with that, Brian uh, said, "You've got to come back up." And I'll, I'll just close with this: that worship is really connecting with God on a, on a personal and an intimate level, on a deeper level, and, and, and there really is. Uh, a healing presence that can happen in our lives in the midst of that. And so I just wanted to encourage that, uh, encourage you with that today. Uh, I I believe that in in the presence of God, in worship, that we become the people that God created us to be. Uh, And and we really begin to be, uh, to to fulfill being in the image of God. That we, we become a little more like what he created us in his image as we kind of connect with him on that level. so why don't you guys
0: stand thanks again for listening if you'd like to sow into what god is doing through casket vineyard we always welcome your prayers for our church body our communities and our leadership if you'd like to contribute financially, please visit cascadevineyard.org give. We'll see you next week.